Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable. This week, love is in the air. Wade gets hammered playing with himself in a mine, but meets Molly because of it. Bald Bob admits he wooed his wife, sexting during boring business meetings. Magnificent, marvellous, majestic Mark admits swapping spit is a key to happiness, and that absence makes the heart grow fonder. From projected eyes to distractable sex door merch. Yes, it's time for... It's Mark's birthday. Happy birthday, boss. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Distractable. I'll be your host for today. My name is Bob and I am joined as usual by my co-hosts and competitors for this episode... Mark and Wade. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us for another exciting episode of Distractable. If you've never seen the show before, I can't keep that. I don't. I don't know where that voice came from. It started happening, but I'm not going to keep doing that because I hate it. Oh. Uh, if you've never seen the show before, uh, the, the we all take turns hosting. I'm hosting this one because I won the last episode, but someone else is going to win this episode. Maybe. Maybe. And uh, they'll have to host the next one. So I'll, you know, I'll keep track of points or maybe not. Maybe arbitrary judging. Who knows? Anything goes. The host makes the rules and I'm the host and I'm insane. So um, you never know what to expect from episodes that I host. But uh, yeah, Mm. the tradition that we have here on the show is uh, before we get into the part where you earn points. Actually, you can earn points in this small talk part. Can Can I have some? No, earn. not today. Earn not today. You have to earn them today. You have to earn them. Uh, but before we get into the actual like topic of the episode that I have prepared and thoroughly researched, we usually make small talk. How's it going? How are you guys? How's life? The world is changing and being rocked to its foundational core. Oh? Yes. That sounds exciting. Our lives will never be as they are in this moment, and everyone needs to shake and quiver inside of their homes. Let him cook. Let him cook. I think I might know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm about to. Well, maybe Uh I have no idea. Let him Tim cook. Yes, yes. Let's be Tim cook, because I today. Day will show you the greatest invention to ever exist in the history of forever, which is known if people are watching on Spotify as an oven. Oh, the Vision Pro! Oh, air horns and whatnot. I know Fanfare that when this, when this episode comes out, there no one. This is old news. Everyone's this will be really old, actually. It. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I gotta say, if people are not watching on Spotify, they just gotta go because all of this aside about like, oh, is it tech? Oh, it's just another VR headset. Oh, is it gonna be any better? And I'm sure that it's like product-wise, it'll be great and whatever. But this is what I, I. The only takeaway I have from the website. Okay, if, if everyone, I'm giving you a chance to go to Spotify right now so you can see the video. I, I need to, I'm showing it visually. Burn! It's this jump scare when the vision comes in here. Burn! It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. 
because it's just it's so <laughs> jarringly sudden and I know what it is it's because this right up here is not this model's face or right, this person mm. this is not their face it is not see-through glass it is uh like an AI recreation of their face that is projected on the front to give the aesthetic that you can still make eye contact with this person and it's it's so off-putting. Can you scuba dive with this? Yeah, that's all I can see. <laughs> Apple's making scuba goggles. That's yeah. That's the only thing I can see from this is like they just need a little blowy. I have no problem with any of that. I have no problem with the design because I like VR and I know VR is clunky and there's really no way to make it elegant. But this terrifies me. This <laughs> picture scares me in much the same way. And I feel like Apple is going down this rabbit hole of unintentionally terrifying designs to a very small subset of people. But it's not the first time that this has happened because the... Ooh. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. For, for non-watchers, Mark just got trypophobia really bad. <laughs> Because he opened the Mac, the new Mac Pro website on the Apple Store, which is like layers of cheese graters all cooping oh. over each other and weird. <laughs> it's horrifying to look at. Awful to look at. And I feel like no one talks about it. This is, I can't look at this. I could never have this sitting on my desk. I like it. <laughs> I would love to have this sitting on your desk, Mark. It's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Let me order you one. Can I get your address? Listen, if I had $30,000 to spend on a normal computer that does the same thing that my normal desktop does, I would absolutely buy a Mac Pro. But Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, imagine the goggles with that design. <laughs> and, and so it's just like, it just feels like someone at Apple is just not afraid of these things in the same way that I am. This is terrifying to me. It's, it's the eyes are wrong. It's it's just the expression doesn't match. There is something, you're absolutely right. There's something, it's the 3D-ness of the eyes, right? You could, because on a normal, if the goggles weren't there, you could see how like, as the as you get to the side of the head, it starts to go back. And the way that the this looks on the goggles, it looks like, her her eyes are just protruding out really far and that her they don't they don't go back towards her ears she just has like a big eye chunk that's like Poof. see i was thinking that they just like made the image slightly opaque around the eyes i think it looks normal to me no it's, this, but it's not i it's could not. see what mark's saying it looks pretty like uncanny in a way that's hard yeah. to quite exactly describe it's so ever so slightly wrong and yeah. i i was well, i knew this i knew it was wrong it felt off before i learned that this on the front is not see-through it's just another lcd display on the top that projects an image of artificially generated eyes wait 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 so i thought that was just marketing are you I saying that that's a feature of of the headset is that because i know that it's not see-through because it has screens and that's sort of part of the thing it's it's partially see-through maybe but like it's not really like this see-through but the headset does that in real life on purpose yes what yes 100 percent. 
Oh, I thought that was just for the image too. That's a real feature, projecting eyes? No, that is the feature of projecting a screen with eyes that are not the eyes inside, but it is ah. a recreation of the eyes. That's as far as I understand it. But yeah, this is not see-through to this person's actual eyes. I get that, but I thought it was just like a marketing thing. Like some, some guy in Photoshop was like, let's make it so you can see the eyes. Let's personalize this. But like... Uh, <laughs> the, the opening of the eyes as you zoom out. The blink wasn't right. The blink yeah, was wrong know, right? somehow, too. How is that blink wrong? I'm confused I, about that. It's just all of it is very confusing. I absolutely hate that. If if in real life, when you use the goggles, if it tries to project your eyes onto the front, that's awful. I hate that very much. <laughs> we should do a whole episode where we wear these. Mark, you buy them for us and we'll wear uh, them. Yeah, as soon as we... That's good. As Good talk. All right, we perfect. Get, um, wait, <laughs> I'm wondering if this is because uh, like displays. Whoa, what is even the inside? That looks that looks creepy, man. Well, this is just a VR inside. Like that's nah, it that looks fun. awful, Mark. It looks, oh. it, it's crazy. See, that's what creeps me out. The inside. You've never done VR before. Mm. Did, oh, I uh, have. Did they? I have a whole headset. Right here. In a box in plastic wrap. Oh, okay, it's out of the box. Look at you. Look at you, wow. buddy. Did they announce the price for this? I think I saw some people talking about a price, but I don't know if that was a speculation or an actual thing. Did they is this thirty five hundred dollars for this? Thirty five hundred dollars, starting at thirty five hundred dollars. Starting at thirty five. Starting at what? What is? What do you upgrade to go up from there? It's a headset. $3,500 starting at. <laughs> I, I I follow Casey. This is no shade. I follow Casey Neistat because I really like his his daily vlogs I watched for a long time. I like his videos. He makes cool stuff. Oh, I hate that. I hate the eyes projecting onto the front of it so much. This is it. This is what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrendous. <laughs> I hate Let's it. Let's those nearby know when you're using apps or fully immersed oh. in an experience. When someone approaches Vision Pro simultaneously, <laughs> lets you see the person and reveals your eyes to them. I hate why you know what? If you want to make <laughs> eye contacts with someone, I have a solution to offer my own self. Maybe it's too low tech. Just take the headset off and maybe look at them <laughs> no, no, no. with your, for making your human content, eyes. For making content, you can look at your viewers and they can see you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, what I was like, I, I, so I saw Casey Neistat talking about $3,500 price tag. And like, I'm not even saying he's wrong, but Casey had a tweet or something that was like, no, you know what? $3,500. I get it. This is new this is new technology right this is letting people who want it can spend that and get in on the ground floor but it's going to get cheaper as it scales it'll get cheaper in future iterations right this is just the price you have to pay for innovation which one sure what a very uh like wealthy technologist take but yeah okay sure this headset is not marketed for everyone this is not like the quest headset that's like 300 dollars or whatever this is this is a fancy new thing but also none of this is new like am i missing something none none of the things apple announced this and they were like the bleeding edge of vr ar technology no no it's not this is just all shit that all the other headsets do it just is designed by apple now which is a meaningful thing because apple 
Apple doesn't do things until, like, they're sure they're going to take, right? Apple is a slow adopter. When Apple finally gets something, when Apple finally put NFC in the iPhone, because it was already everywhere, and they were like, all right, NFC is going to be a thing. So this is, like, it's meaningful, but is this doing something I'm not understanding in terms of the tech or something, or it's not a new technology? It's the same shit that all the headsets have, right? Let's not focus on the VR part that you experience. Let's talk about the eyes that other people experience when they look at you. That is new. I will give them that. The eye, the eye thing, that's new feature. The feature that you'll never experience that everyone else will, that's what you're paying for. But yeah, I mean, I'm not at all naysaying, and I think it's a very sleekly designed thing and I, like i might i kind of want one it's kind of expensive but like i kind of want one it seems cool but is this am i missing something is this new it's not new right this is the same shit that already exists it's just everything that exists but up to apple's level of polish which i mean for what everyone wants to say about apple i know it has its critics and there's plenty to criticize i'm sure but they do try to make it a robust ecosystem that is in their little walled garden and <laughs> uh is the best example possible of the technology that it can combine with design. And I get that. However, that doesn't mean, uh, uh, to Casey Neistat's point against it, is when has Apple ever really lowered their prices? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know about that argument. Of, like, true. we're getting at the ground floor. I'm like, I remember the Oculus One, what, like 10 years ago now? <laughs> that was the ground floor. It's not gotten cheaper. I, again, and I'm paraphrasing Casey's tweet, and I, I'm not even, like, there's no shade at him whatsoever. But, yeah, I don't know who thinks Apple's gonna charge less. Like, $3,500 for a VR headset, where the market is, like... Starting at. It ranges from $300, $500 up to... You could spend a lot if you wanted to. You could spend into the, into the thousands on the other brands' headsets. But, like... I don't know. The other thing that I will say is, not to get too tech nerdy about it, this Apple headset, as far as they've marketed it, seems to ship with no controller of any kind, which is cool. That's what they're going for. Apple, they're, they're very focused on, you control it with your eyes and your voice and your hands. It's got advanced hand tracking, whatever. Sure. And maybe Apple did something that no one else has figured out yet. But if I had to use my Oculus Quest that I have used as my main VR headset without the controllers and just rely on the hand tracking and the gestures and whatnot, I would lose my fucking mind. It does not work that well. There's no version of that technology that exists yet where I was like, ah, I don't need, I don't need the controller. I don't need the physical buttons. I don't need the joystick. I can you, I feel confident in the hand tracking and the, no. So unless Apple really changed the game on that, and maybe they did, because I have... No hands-on or anything. I haven't even seen this thing actually work, right? I've only seen the promotional stuff. Yeah. I mean, they did. But I'm, I'm betting at least some people will pop in and be like, God, I wish there was a fucking... I wish there was a controller of some sort or something. I wish there was a button I could push instead of doing little hand gestures. I'm picturing all of, like, the horrible things, like a family rich family that buys one for all members of the family and they go to get like their family portrait they hang on their like double staircase entryway but they're all wearing the masks and the portrait so their eyes are all kind of like out front and disjointed or you walk into a room it's mm -hmm. dimly lit and the tv's just like got static on it and you go to look at the family and they're all sitting on the couch smiling but they've all got the headsets on and it's just their eyes like smiling at you and like looking around <laughs> that's what gets me about the thing in, in general is like i 
am not going to buy this because I like the the basically the, the Quest Two is does everything I wanted to do. The newer, even the newer one like the Quest Pro with their eye tracking is like, man, that was good, but it was like fifteen hundred. 3500 for a product that I'm not going to use every day. I I think I debate buying a new phone every year uh, which is a privileged thing to even say and that's $1500 a year and that's a big debate. And I've recently started like not not upgrading with every iteration. I've waited like 2 years at a time, 3 years for one of those like upgrades at a certain point there just because it wasn't worth it. I usually do every two or three years. You had your uh, 12 for quite a long time, didn't I you? I did, yeah. It? I went from the 12 to like the the 14 plus because it wasn't any different. It just wasn't different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's hard to uh, ignore the fact that Apple does tend to do things in a very Apple way and maybe this headset is going to be an absolute game changer in terms of how VR works and and blow all of our expectations away. But also, if it's kind of just like a really fancy, highly designed, sleeked up version of what already exists, mm-hmm. $3,500 is a lot of money for the experience that it will give you. If it allowed you to see through it, like you could toggle between seeing your experience versus just like, oh, I need to see what's going on around me without to take it off. Like, that'd be kind of cool. Could, oh, like, it does. Project inward, inward. Oh, you can do that? But you, oh, yeah. but it does oh, it that does. with the cameras, right? Which is yeah. pass through as a quest feature. That's cool. As well. Okay. And, and the quest okay. Pro now now we're getting better. That's pretty good. That's that's moving up on yeah, my on my list. This is our problem with like talking to technology to wait. Is like we always start with the criticism, <laughs> so n- none of the glowing like reasons yeah. that it's actually okay. Always start at the top and work your way down. Mm, no, no, you got to really start at the no. top and work your way down. What? Sorry, I really am into the Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of curvature oh, there. <laughs> You're throwing me for a few loops here, but all right, I'm trying to keep uh, up. Whoa. Yeah, no, and this is a thing that bothers me too. And like, I wasn't trying to uh, get too negative because no one's touched it yet. I don't know if, if they're going to have hands on at at the developers conference. They did, yeah, they did. And so, like, well, you'll start to see videos and stuff coming out, but. Until, like, I actually use it, it's pretty presumptive, presumptuous, presumptive, what's that word? Presumptuous. It's pretty bold of me to make conclusions about this thing, because I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about, I just know what it looks like, and I'm making assumptions, but that's a lot of money. For the cost of, like, a really good gaming computer, an entire computer, just the headset, you know? It looks like it could just be like an Apple rebadge of an existing headset. It does not look on the face of it like it did anything to change the game too dramatically. But, yeah, hard to say. Marquez has a video that has already been out for a while now giving his first impressions. I'll watch that later. Maybe they'll sponsor us and we can do a full distractible episode where the people just look at our projected eyes how do i i i literally am subscribed to his channel with the notifications on how do i not see these things i want to i'm gonna watch that later it was at 8 19 today when we recorded this oh well oh wait no he uploaded 10 hours ago so we uploaded at midnight damn who what Mark a try hard <laughs> this guy about- gotta get the content out no i appreciate Mar- the he's Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD, is like one of the premier tech YouTubers. Oh. Gets his little mitts on all the cool stuff early. Big Apple fan. Yeah. 
which you know i've come around to apple a lot you know i i my my laptop of choice now is pretty much a macbook like just for on the road editing sake i can't really game much on it but like it's it works it does work those sweet usb c's all right we're not here there's no points to be earned fanboying for Tim Cook's little products. Wade, you're behind the times because in the the reason I got the latest one is because they changed up the port system to not just be USB-C, uh, and now they have multiple ports. But also, Apple is Thunderbolt, and like that's the only saving grace. The only reason I could Thunderbolt. I've heard of that. Oh, uh, anyway, whatever. Yeah, I remember some kind of very angry story relating to Thunderbolt or something like that. I don't, I don't know. The details are so fuzzy. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, Did I get points. Uh, do you have any small talk? That was all Mark's small talk. That counts as Mark's. So, you know uh, what? Points to, points to Mark for bringing up the thing that I was hoping we would cover. Because yeah. I was also quite interested in that. What about you, Wade? What exciting news do you have? And or technology updates. And or Soldier Boy updates. What do you got? Surprise me. Delight me. Oh, man. It's hot. I'm moving. And all of my free time goes to packing in Diablo 4. How does Diablo 4 help you move? Mental decompression after a stressful day. Mm, I'll allow it. Mm. We all need a little R and R. That's a healthy mental attitude. Points for you, sir. Thank you. Less points than Mark, though, because I like the I like the stuff Mark was talking about. And other stuff Mark would say that you can imagine. Can I get points <gasps> for that? No, we're not playing that game. We're not playing that game. You I have to earn game. them today. You have to earn them today. Well, I'm fucked. I guess Mark something of hosting ideas. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, just wait. You'll see. We'll see. You'll see. Everyone will see all together. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I want to start today's topic with a story. The year is 2010. It's November. It's it's the it's getting into the middle of the the school year, the 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 fall quarter or semester, whatever. The fall school session. And uh, I am sitting in a in an evening class in the McMicken building on UC's campus. And uh, it's, I honestly could not even, I tried to remember, I can't remember what the class was. It was so painfully boring. It was some business communication class where they like taught us how to send professional sounding emails or something just awful like that. And while I'm sitting there trying to distract myself in a world before the social media was quite as big as it is today, I get a text message from a girl. 
And the text message basically says, hey, yeah, I've been thinking about you. And I text back, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I've been thinking about you too. And we texted, we texted. I'm not paying any attention to this class whatsoever. And we text, and we land at, once this class is out, I'm going to go hang out. I'm going to come over. And uh, we do that. I go, and we hang out, and we, we start watching videos on this website called YouTube. It was not brand new in 2010, but uh, it was you know, newish to us. And uh, we started watching all kinds of stuff. Music videos, funny videos. If I remember, I think we watched a fair amount of R. Kelly's Trapped in the Closet mini music video series, which, mm. you know, ignoring the sins of the artist, it is a funny series of videos. We had a good time laughing at them. Uh, we watched so many videos, had such a good time, that the roommates in the room next door literally came over and were like, hey, stop laughing. We're jealous. You guys are clearly having fun, <laughs> and uh, we're miserable humans, so shut up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that that was the start of the best thing that has ever happened to me, I'm pretty sure. Beating up roommates? No, no, no. Angering roommates because we're having such a good time. Fast forward from that room, and it was in Stratford Heights for you UC grads. That room near UC campus to New Year's Eve of 2012. And I'm hanging out with that I just have to butt in real quick, Mark. That does not include you because you're not a graduate. Uh, go ahead, Bob. Wow. Okay. What have I ever change... done to you? Don't let me change. That let me change that qualification. <laughs> That's for all of you people who lived in Clifton. Oh, okay. Mark, you're back in. You're back in. Come here. Come oh, here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> did you live in Clifton, Wade? I did. I had an apartment down there in. 2008 to 2009 and then i had a house with my ex down there oh man until i totally broke up in 2011 mm. i was down there from sophomore year through a year after my senior year if i think of a way to categorize this in, in a way that can exclude you more i will but for now we'll just say residents of clifton fast forward to new year's eve 2012 i'm hanging out with that same girl at that same girl's parents house because they live in the cincinnati area and i make up a terrible excuse that i need to go it's New Year's Eve, and we have dinner plans, and I forgot my something back at our apartment, and it was just awful and super awkward, but in my head, I was like, ah, she has no idea. I've snuck out. I'm free to go to the apartment and light a bunch of candles and put a cheesy fireplace YouTube video on the TV in the living room and spread a bunch of uh, uh, rose petals around so that... Later, when her parents bring her to pick me up for the dinner plans we have, she'll have to come up to the apartment to get me and be surprised. She was not surprised. Not even slightly. But that is that night on New Year's Eve in 2012. That is the night that I very slyly and cleverly proposed to this girl. You might have guessed who she is at this point. Yes, it's Mandy. And um, Oh, damn, I was way off. Yeah, no, I mean, it could be anybody, but turns out it's Mandy. Um, yeah. And I proposed, and she said yes. And she continued to say yes for a year and a half until the summer of 2014, when on Mark's birthday, we enshrined our love forever by having a wedding ceremony surrounded by friends and family. And we completely ignored the fact that it was Mark's birthday because our wedding was way more important, and Mark can suck it. It's okay. I, I bought myself a cupcake that night. Uh, it's okay, Bob. He didn't even graduate. <laughs> <laughs> what the, what? I don't know why I'm being so mean. Man? What, I don't know. What's going on, yes. man? 
You guys fighting before this or something? <laughs> no, I'm just points, <laughs> points to Mark because I'm sad now. But... What's going on, guys? Points to Wade for being an absolute savage. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, that's a very abridged and poorly told version of my love story with Mandy. But honestly, I think it's a pretty I think it's a pretty cute story. I if it was told in a better way and if it was more details, which Mandy remembers better than I do, I'm sure. I think it's a it's a I mean, it's changed my entire life, so maybe I think too highly of it. But I think it's a nice, you know, very classic love story. And I think because this episode happens to be coming out two days before the most important day of the year, Mark's birthday. Thank you. But also two days before our ninth wedding anniversary on June twenty eighth. I guess I'm in the mood to talk about love, guys. Talk about love. Not Valentine's Day or anything, but I want to do a classic episode where I tell uh, a story and then I ask you to tell me stories, maybe even give me titles of stories about love. And it doesn't have to be romantic people love. It could be love between a person and an object or a metaphorical love between humanity and well, humanity. I don't know if they, we collectively really love anything very consistently. I don't know. Whatever you want. It could be all kinds of love. Maybe two AIs fell in love. I don't know. Is that a thing? Maybe. I want you guys to regale me with stories of love. Stories of love. I will say it could also be personal stories. Like uh, if you've ever been to a wedding, in a wedding, maybe in a wedding on your birthday, just as a throwaway. Anything like that. I've got one, but like you know it. I just don't know if our general distractible audience knows it. That's allowed. Because you guys obviously know the story, because pretty much I'm going to tell it, and you guys were there for almost all of it. That is true. We were. What story? What, what are we talking about? How my wife and I got together. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, then. Uh, well, I've told my story about what I did for love. I told that. Yeah. There's a whole animation about that. If people want. It's true. That it's true. That was very um, funny. I believe in you, Mark. Uh... Mm-hmm. That's great. Wait, go. All right, great. So, uh, what's your story called? Uh, Wade got hitched. Uh, no points for that. That sounds boring. Shit. Uh, love and Minecraft. <laughs> we have to sing it like that when you say it. If you have to sing it, I guess that earns points in my mind. <laughs> what a peculiar way to do it. Good job, buddy. Thank you. I don't know why that came to mind, but it did, and I'm proud of it. Thank you, Al and Peggy. That's a char- that those are characters from Love and Marriage. Oh. oh. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. That was a weird callback in my brain. Yeah, you guys know the story, because you were there for pretty much all of it. But back in 2012, we were doing Drunk Minecraft. And I believe whenever we recorded Drunk Minecraft, everyone thinks that we drank like three times a week and just got hammered for each episode. But... <laughs> We were smarter than that, and we recorded three or four episodes at a time. We would get together, drink, do a bunch of episodes or whatever, and then we'd Mark would have like a week or two's worth of content. I don't remember how often you post. It was like two a week, three a week, something like that. And we had recently started the series. I had been to some of Mark's streams. Bob nor I had YouTube channels. We were doing this just to hang out and be friends, and Mark was making content. I don't even know if you had a thousand subs when we were doing Drunk Minecraft, did you? I mean, you were. it was a 
very small channel at the time. Uh, I had a few. I had a couple thousand. Hey, come on now. I, I was, in like July? I, I had a, like July. I had like two fun? or three. <laughs> you were a baby channel. No, the first drunk Minecraft was my birthday, so it would have been. Oh, it all comes back to my <gasps> birthday. Whoa! The circle of love. Or, Points uh, to Mark for being the center point on the circle of love. Yes, circles can have centers. Welcome to my geometry class. And heart circles can be shaped like hearts, but still be circles. Just trust me on that. It's true. It's true. Wade's not wrong. <laughs> I wish oh, I had a circle like that for everything I say. It's true. It's true. Because I believed, I believed so hard just because there was the vouch. <laughs> Nothing in my mind could doubt after that. If someone vouches for you, it obviously has to be true. It's a fact. Um, Believe it. So we recorded probably two bunches of Drunk Minecraft, maybe three, because I think it was episode nine called The Proposal, where I asked Molly out. So it had been before that, that we were recording. It was the one where you two got married in Minecraft and like zombie mold had given you two like a cheetah to ride around on on the church after oh, you yeah. two got married. Oh yeah, we had a bobcat oh, or whatever that right. was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. That so was, you two that got married and you guys were like, woo, we're married, life's so great. And I typed in the chat and I was like, well, who's gonna marry me? Jokingly and doing the self-pity bit that I do, my, my shtick. Never gets old. Username Foxtrot44 on Minecraft said, who wouldn't want to marry you? And instantly my ego was just like, you right? Who are you? <laughs> Talk to me, pretty lady. <laughs> and thankfully my mouth didn't say the things that my ego was saying, because stupid ego, shut the fuck up. Um, but we chatted like, I don't know, for like, I was like, I, I feel what I responded to her at that. That's like the bit I remember. I might have said like something in chat. And that was kind of the end of it. And randomly, like that same week, uh, I was scrolling on Tumblr. I don't know if you remember, Mark, but way back in the day, you probably still have them there, but there was a, a Markiplier Tumblr fan page, and I was talking to one of the people who ran it, and um, I guess there were like three or four people involved, and one of the people happened to be Foxtrot44 again, aka my wife Molly, my wife now, and she was like, yeah, I'm going to hop on Vox sometime, if you ever want to play, let me know, and there was a night where I think I poked you guys, like, hey, I'm just going to hop on Vox for fun, Vox Populi was the name of the Minecraft server that we played Minecraft on for Drunk Minecraft. But I just wanted to hop on for fun because I was starting to, like, get into Minecraft and enjoy it a lot. I think you two were busy and I was like, well, fuck, I don't want to hop on just, like, by myself. And I was like, one person said they would hop on. Let's hop on. And I hopped on with Molly. And uh, the first thing we did was we went to see her house. The, the server had, like, towns and things, like, different people owned. You could, like, claim land, build lots and stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll see your house. And I showed up and there was just paved ground, bed, chest, no roof, no walls, nothing. <laughs> and it was raining. And she was just standing in front of like this one little half chest and bed. Like, yep, this is my house. And I was like, this is the most pathetic, awful thing I've ever seen. What a line. Oh, my God. I can see why she fell in love with you instantly. <laughs> I was like, this is sad. Let's build you an actual house. Do you have tools? And she like pulled out a wooden axe and I was like, okay, we're going to go mining. We're going to get you some iron. We're going to chop down some trees, build you a house. We went over and we started like digging for iron and immediately Latin goddess found us and was like, Wade and girl doing thing and teleported us to a chapel and force wed us. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't remember that detail. <laughs> yeah. 
we immediately before we even started getting stuff we were like forced married in minecraft and i was like well this is on the nose a bit i don't know anything about this person but i guess we're married in minecraft let's go build a castle because i'm lord minion <laughs> i've lorded my name i get a castle Woo! let's go and we got into a wooden boat sailed for some random ass amount of distance found land and i was like castle time skipping ahead a bit we got to know each other we started dating in the episode the proposal which we record it was the last episode that we recorded in a bunch we got together and we recorded like two or three episodes and in the last one i think it was the proposal i was like hey molly you want to go out i was like oh this will be great it's gonna come out in an episode it's gonna be so cool and what i didn't realize was i asked her out that i had to wait a fucking week before the episode came out to find out an answer uh -huh. so for one week i'm just like <laughs> remember that time i asked her out but it's in the future so i haven't yet but i just have to hang out with her and chat like that didn't happen that's cool <laughs> so for the entire week i was like hey what are you doing this friday i think mark told me the episode's coming out this friday I mean, no big reason for you to watch it but when you do let me know what you think <laughs> and oh, she was like, subtle. yeah yeah subtle. okay sure very subtle yeah i'm the king of subtlety so ended up coming out she said yes laughed at me and was like yeah i knew something was up because you were acting weird as shit and i was like what do you mean i was playing it so cool like cool is cool <laughs> uh but we started dating uh september 14th of 2012 however long like, that was after um the proposal episode it was the same day we started dating but like how i don't remember what day we recorded it was probably like let's say a week before fast forward to another proposal the only surprise I've ever pulled off in our relationship was we went to PAX West and I think it was 2017 and I left the room to go greet uh, Mark downstairs. I don't know if you were there yet, Bob. Uh, Mark had just arrived. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go say hi to him and see what's going on, what the plan is for the evening. And I got down there. I was like, Mark, I want to propose to Molly on stage tomorrow on the panel. And you're like, yeah, dude, it's cool. Let's do it. I don't know why you're at me, but you were like very Mark, chill. Mark was a huge stoner in this alternate universe. <laughs> Wade walks. Wade opens the door. A huge cloud of smoke billows out. Mark is like, "Hey, man." He's like, "Yeah, I need to buy. I think you had to buy like a shirt or something. You need to buy something." So we went to his store. Yeah, I need to buy a shirt, man. Before you propose, I need I need like a shirt and like a watermelon. You're like, walk with me, dude. Let's talk deep. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so I'm walking with you and we're talking about the, the plan for the proposal. And meanwhile, uh -huh. Molly's texting me like, hey, uh, it's been like half an hour. Is Mark okay? Are you coming back? Are we going to do anything? Because I'm just sitting in the room. And I was like, if only you knew what I was trying to set up. You silence up there. How dare you, heathen? I'm trying to propose to you. <laughs> Who are you talking to, man? What's up? <laughs> 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 this will chill you out, bro. Whoa. Hey, is that a cell phone? Whoa, keep that away. Whoa, that uh, cell phone, the that. radio waves mess up my vibes, man. So next, th that same evening, later on, I, we're going to, we go to a panel of something, I forget what, and waiting outside, there's a fan, and the fan came up and was like, Wade, Molly, I love your guys' stuff. Well, Wade, can I, can I talk to you for a second? I was like, yeah, sure. And he's like, hey. Mark's panel tomorrow. I want to propose. Molly's right next to me, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that sounds like a cool idea. Why would you think of that? Go go on." And he's like, "Yeah, if it's cool. I mean, I know that like, you guys have like a thing where like one person is proposed. At a lot of these panels, I'd love to be the one that proposes." And I was like, 
got no good reason to say no out loud right now. So yeah, man, I can probably make that happen. Sure. <laughs> and I came to you and I was like, someone wants to propose on stage and you guys were like, no, nah, it's your, it's your, your <laughs> thing. You should do it. I was like, I kind of already yeah, said yes because I couldn't does. say no. Yeah. His name is Wayne. Yeah, no. you said that. You yeah. said that at Stone. Mark was like, I know, man. I remember. <laughs> I know. Don't I tell Wayne, bro. He can't know. <laughs> we talked about that last night. Uh, big yeah. secret. Oh. Fast forward to the panel. <laughs> We're behind stage. We're getting like mic'd up and everything to walk out. And it's the first time I think I've ever seen Mark or Sean seem nervous about anything. Like, Mark was pacing, which is very unusual. Normally, he's just very calm, but he was, like, pacing. I ran out, man. I ran out. <laughs> I'm coming down. I'm coming down. Oh, God. Bob was just kind of like, I've done this one already. This isn't my problem. I'm here. Like, whatever. You got this, probably. And Mark's just like, Never been nervous before a panel before. I've never been nervous before a panel before. Oh, okay, I'm starting to remember my name. <laughs> oh, shit. Sean's all like, I'm happy for you. You got this. Oh, but he's like shaking, trembling, like nervous. And we oh, apparently Irish walked out. And when we walked out, I thought we were like, okay, we're playing this off pretty cool. Molly was like, yeah, you guys walked out. It seemed like something had gone like really wrong backstage. Like you guys seemed really nervous or upset about something or like, I don't know. It just wasn't your normal like energetic walkout but she still wasn't suspicious of the proposal uh but i proposed on stage she said yes and then uh we had like a year and a half to two years before the wedding planning and let me tell you for what amounted to a 5 30 ceremony so get there like people started arriving at like five o'clock and everyone had to be out by like 10 o'clock so for what amounted to like five hours of our lives a year and a half still barely felt like enough time for wedding planning that shit sucks look i i i don't get to take any credit for our wedding because mandy basically did it all herself but i remember you complaining so much about it and just thinking like it doesn't seem that bad we had a wedding planner too we didn't even have a wedding planner i don't know if manny is just like a party planning savant or what but she didn't make me do shit and the stuff she did put me in charge of i messed up so bad you have <laughs> no idea we had to figure out the cake place, what kind of cake, how much cake, how many guests, do all the guest invites. We had to do music, and the way we did music was we were like, I don't want to think of songs. So on every invite, we were like, what was the song you would like to have played at our wedding? And we had people fill that out, and that's how we did our playlist. Uh, we had to pick out colors, tablecloth colors, uh, venue. Like, there's so much that goes into it. A lot of those things are related. Because you, you know, the the wedding Depending colors on what venue are kind you of go with. Sometimes similar you do, across. Yeah. Though you you want you want the bridesmaid dresses to be a consistent color yeah. that goes with the tablecloths, and they're related. You know, once you land on like, well, we're going with kind of a blue theme. Everything just needs to be kind of blue. How hard can it be? But we still had to go find it. And it, it was time consuming. Even with the wedding planner, it was time consuming because we still had to go make the decisions. And it's a lot more time and money investment than like what you would expect for a five hour endeavor. But it was a beautiful wedding. I'm very happy. There's a video of it on my YouTube channel somewhere. I think Mark's channel, you have the proposal. Literally like me asking Molly out and proposing to Molly is on Mark's channel somewhere. And our wedding videos on my channel, our, our stuff is all so public, which is why I did the proposal publicly. Cause I was like, oh, our life's so public. And the wedding video, it's like, well, our life's so public might as well. But that's how we ended up meeting, getting engaged, getting married, and here we are. Sorry, it took a long time to tell that story, but... 
I like how I'm casually throwing that out. That Manny's probably gonna like strangle me to death in my sleep. The wedding, man, it was it was easy. It was dude. so the wedding, easy. bro. Barely oh, did I, things. I, I do have dude, a. Your stogie's enormous. You're gonna go crazy. You didn't even <sighs> invent a pretext. You just picked it up and started sucking on it. It's like oh, I know. I don't have like weed, that's just but part I got of who stogie. you are. Apparently, is a stogie a word for this? I thought a stogie was a sandwich, but apparently, it's not. <laughs> a hoagie. No, so in all that time i've really thought deep uh, <laughs> uh -huh. about the concept of love on a on a on a Deep uh, uh, human scale, bro. Uh -huh. <laughs> I found some research about why humans kiss. Oh, that's interesting. Actually, I don't know. Lay it on. What? Wait. Give us a title. Okay. Um, sucking face saves lives. Lovely. Good title. Points okay, for good, you, sir. Good. The first known written mention came 3,500 years ago in India. Hindu Vedic Sanskrit texts that describe, quote, drinking moisture of the lips and, quote, <laughs> licking, an act wherein <laughs> one inhales the soul <laughs> of another. Uh, <laughs> what? Whoa, hey, what am I doing to popsicles? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I was just licking popsicles. I didn't realize I was consuming their soul. Every popsicle is maybe the soul of the fallen. This is like the Bible of kissing, which states okay. that when you drink moisture of the lips, you inhale the soul of another. On the first day, God invented kissing, and he said, your soul shall be mine. Now get to first base. Yes, exactly. If there's one thing God loves is uh, people fucking. I think the Catholic Church <laughs> made that very clear. Um, and so Ooh, we- fired. What they want people to have lots of babies? No, oh, yeah, that's like, them a, Mark, get that's like, that's like a it's like a like directive, a, right? You, you're supposed to procreate. That's a yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. The, take the church that. wants you to do, to do babies, to have a lot of babies. Dude, the shots firing right now. I don't think that's. I think that's honestly. I think <laughs> Am that's I doing just this wrong. Kind of, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, hit it with the facts. <laughs> you're you're trying to be a hype man, but you're kind of you're 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 not hyping me. You're you're hyping your own narrative. <laughs> oh, that's right. I am. Get me. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hate that. Five points. Mm, you know what? You lose points. Well, you win some, you lose some. You lose two points. I'll put a number on this one. I don't like that. Everything else has been so vague. Well, maybe two points isn't very many. Maybe maybe you had lots of points. Maybe not. I guess we'll find out. Anyway. Mark, research, more about the souls. Mm -hmm. Research into physical connection and the soul and reactions to kissing has found that nursing and kissing both use the mouse orbicularis, orus muscle, and both release oxytocin, leading some to hypothesize that our kissing is wired from birth. Both acts feel good, too. I don't know why it says both. I'm not sure what two acts they're referring to. But anyway, human- Nursing and kissing. Nursing and kissing! We'll do both at the same time. Just have a mouth and a boob side by side, combine the two, and you've got ecstasy. That's how it's made. Human lips are jam-packed with nerve endings that are at least 100 to 200 times more sensitive than fingertips. 
kissing, especially with tongue, can help support our weak sense of smell to determine the most, quote, evolutionarily advantageous partner, a conversation between immune systems that includes a literal swapping of spit, therefore bacteria, which can also increase our aptitude for withstanding bad pathogens. According to researchers, being aroused lessens feelings of disgust which is unnecessary for an act that puts us at risk of contracting disease from another person. Mm. It would be weird to be aroused and disgusted at the exact same moment. Like, oh, <laughs> yep. Those are the sounds. That's that's the uh, make. What are the other sounds of arousal? Disgust. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. More. Yeah, come on. I understand discalzal. I love it. Well. Uh huh. <laughs> 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 That's arousing. Yeah, uh. uh, yeah, yeah. You you lost me at the last few, but you know, I, I think you 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 hit it. Anyway, that was my really boring research into uh, why humans kiss. Uh. That's an interesting point, though. K- kissing kissing is like instinctive. Uh. It's something that you're taught from birth, right? Your parents kiss you. Maybe mine did. And uh, everyone, everyone kisses. That's like a way. But is that a is that a social construct, or is that you're you're saying that it's not just a social construct? There are reasons that that's a good thing for humans to do. Yeah. But like, what an arbitrary way to demonstrate that we love each other. I don't know. The article goes into more depth, and there's more research that I could pulled up, but it's that very boring. boring. Um, but it all basically boils down to when you kiss, it's an exchanging of pheromones, and people often underestimate just how much. Uh, relationships are purely chemical driven. So without having any of these base chemicals and additionally without having any of the exchange of other chemicals, you do not become accustomed. In fact, there's some research that I found that the more saliva you intake from your partner and more bodily fluids in general, that does make its way to your digestive system and therefore it changes the makeup of your microbiome to more closely relate to your partner's microbiome and that can you know, it fluctuations in that can lead to, uh, like different, uh, levels of, you know, like matching more fluids you take from your partner. There was also research that I said that had no fundamental basis. That was like, if you are too similar, then you, you unconsciously start to detect your, your partner as a sibling and therefore are repulsed. And therefore that's why the heart grows fonder. The longer you're not honor. The heart heart grows fonder the further you are from her. I was going to give you the no nipple, get lip, but I like yours too. Uh Uh-huh. No, no. (laughs) So kissing is good. Yep. That's the only contribution I have to this apparent theme (laughs) of this episode here. Look, man, I was wide open. You could talk about any kind of love. You had my entire story to go get married real quick and then come tell the story. Damn, man. You love Chica. Chica Chica shows love. <laughs> uh, you love you love there loves lots of stuff you love in the world. And Me probably places. You know, we've never exchanged saliva. We should. Oh, that's an episode. <laughs> That sounds like me and Ethan talking about like Unis honest ideas. It's like the most random bullshit you could possibly. That's an episode. That's an episode. That's a video. Listen, no, they have those. They have those remote kissing things, right? 
Uh, right. We each get one of those remote oh, kissing stands. Yeah. We each ship each other vials of saliva. Talking about? This is a hearkening from the old days of three peens that we used to give the most up-to-date information about the world of sex toys. And I'm going to bring that back. That's going to be my contribution to this episode because love is not lost. Imagine if this technology existed back in the days of those Minecraft years when you first met, you could have had a physical connection long before you ever met in person. We found the one site years ago on Three Peens that they made sex dolls and they had like porn star sex dolls. So maybe we could have had one made of each of us and we could have had a sex doll Wade and a sex doll Molly while we lived apart. So we could exchange, we could mail each other the saliva so we could exchange the juices while still seeing each other and feeling each other. You juice up the, the, uh, the, uh, the mouth, you, you get it, you get it uh, lubricated and then you do the, no, sure. Yeah. That's an episode. Anyway, that's horrifying to think about, but I'm sure that in the time between now and then there have been numerous, well, that's a penis. Uh, there's been numerous <laughs> advantages in the world. <laughs> Wait, was it a was it an artificial one or was it just a regular human one? Well, I was looking up a sexual site and it was like, there's got to be like new new developments in the world this time. Scrolling like, okay, these look because I was on one of the websites we were on before. I'm like, this is the same, and then it's just disembodied penis. So, and it's the text is just, hello, Max. That's what it's. <laughs> and it's like you, that would have scared me if it said hello, Mark, and I'm like, oh man, you almost got me on that one. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this looks largely the same, though, from the last time that we were here. There's really not much else. You say there hasn't been any AI implemented into the sex toy industry? That's what I'm wondering, because we all know that the porn industry drives basically all te technological, not innovation, but adoption. Uh-huh. Like, we knew this about Blu-ray, we talked about that before extensively, so how is AI- I'm gonna Google that. How is AI going to revolutionize the- Whoa! <laughs> what the shit was that? What happened? I don't want to talk about it. How is AI going to revolutionize- <laughs> We will never know what the fuck just happened. The sex industry, hold on. Get back in the cage! There we go. All right. Okay. Don't okay. mind that. Will will trim around that. I won't look weird at all. It's fine. All right. AI in, in a sex tech. The future of sex. Go on. I have to read the article. <laughs> oh, go on. <laughs> I just, we need to know if this article is going to actually have any thing of substance or if this itself was... I should ask chat. No, chat GPT won't answer that question. Hmm. Oh, does it not talk about sex? <laughs> There's just an infographic that says Gen Z is lonely. I'm just like, oh, oh. Jesus Christ. But millennials are not that far behind. So apparently Gen Z is 79% lonely. Don't know what that means. No one was ever lonely before Gen Z. Millennials are 71% lonely. Boomers, 50-50. Well, they're either married or they're dead. Men... 46% lonely. Wait, this doesn't make any sense. Wait, Gen Z is 79% lonely, Millennials 71% lonely, Boomers 50, Men 46% lonely, Women 45% lonely. Uh, that's, that's, don't add up. These numbers, they don't add up very good. 
What is a what is a hundred percent loneliness? What if the what if it said men are one hundred percent lonely? Does that mean that it's the saturation of loneliness in men in general? Is it a hundred percent of men are that are lonely? Well, we have very spongy hearts, so yeah, we absorb loneliness. Yes, exactly. It's really throwing off the statistics, you know. Men are just like mm. women are not lonely at all, but men they're just throwing everything off. That's how it goes. Well, you just need to ring it out a little bit. Have they invented a device to wring the loneliness out of men's hearts? Squeeze us, Mark. Harvest the lonely. What if it tastes good? I want ice cream made with the juice that comes out of men's hearts. Yeah, I want like a nice lonely lone burger. Take some lonely meat and make a nice meal out of it with a lone shake. There's a sex toy that can be activated using Alexa. Alexa, do me! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry to everyone listening who might have had an Alexa get <laughs> I just love the idea of, like, you're sitting in a room with your with your roommates. You're all, like, watching TV, and one roommate is just like, Alexa, initiate snack protocol. <laughs> initiate protocol 69. And then after a second, that person is just like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> and everyone... <laughs> it's a, Alexa, execute order 69. I thought it was as simple as just like, Alexa, activate sex protocol seven! Seven! <laughs> well, I, my, my thing is it's a code word though, right? It's like you're hanging, you're hanging out with friends and one person is just like, Alexa, hippopotamus. <laughs> and then you just, you know, for, I don't, yeah. <laughs> it's a quiet room and out of nowhere you just hear, <laughs> and that person is just like, <laughs> Look, I don't know what it feels like for a vibrator to turn on in your pants. Uh, that, I think that's it. That. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's the noise I would make if a vibrator Wait, turned make, on. Wait, make the noise. You're a resonant soundboard. <laughs> Where's the vibrator, Wade? Oh. Uh. <laughs> no, what? That's not. Okay, you know what? You did. You made the vibrator noise. That's thank good. you. That's a good job. You know, you put me on the All spot. Right. What you, you were acting like the vibrator was hurting you. You were. That's what I was oh, concerned no, it was about. You were. Is that? Is Don't that make fun sex? of my likey face. Is that your sex sounds? Ugh. Ah. Ugh. When when Wade gets really turned on, he starts going. Ah. Oh, I don't know, man. I've never had vibrators. <laughs> it sounds like Link getting hurt. Just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Okay, I saw this TikTok. It's probably just for the bit, but I totally believe it. I saw a video of a guy who was like, my landlord sent me this email. Uh, and it, basically the email can be summed up as, my neighbor who lives next door to me uh, is complaining that they're hearing the sound of pornography coming from my apartment. Like I'm playing loud porn and they're hearing it through the wall and the mm. guy was like i'm not saying i don't watch porn but i i use headphones like i'm not uncivilized right like i don't do that i don't play porn loudly on my tv so i was really confused but i realized since tears of the kingdom has come out i've started playing that game quite a lot and one of the things i focused on doing really early was finding the great fairies and every time you interact with a great fairy and then he cuts to the sound of what they sound like. The great fairies in the in the Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom sound a little bit like they're climaxing every time you come up and you knock on the flower and they're all, Whoa! Whoa! 
And he was like, yeah, so I think my neighbor thinks that Zelda is sex sounds. <laughs> I, I gotta look this up, because I know that's a thing in Zelda games. Like, the fairies in all of the games, like Ocarina of Time and on, I haven't seen them all, but it's just like, they are a little horny. Wait, give us a representation of what they sound like. <laughs> okay. Great fairy, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I get it now. I'm with you. I've never you, played you this finished, fucking game. I don't know what the fuck they sound like. You've never played a Zelda game? So I got Breath of the Wild. I played like an hour of it. And I got bored and stopped. The only Zelda game I've played the completion was like one of the old pre-Game Boy Color Game Boy Zelda games. Oh, and what? So you mean like A Link to the Past or something? Yeah. Like the NES one? I think so, yeah. That's fine. Zelda's not for everybody. I can't find any videos compiling the sounds, but I'm, I'm sure that Will will do a great deal of research and play it right now. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Meanwhile, Will's like editing Great. while playing. He's like, oh, I got one right here. <laughs> well, Will gets to this point in the edit. He's like, oh, this episode's got to come out. Uh, I got to get this. And Mark says that. And he's like, I'm just going to I'm just going to find some porn and play porn noises. There's going to be a, just a video clip of just words like, man, the guys cut out here for a second, but now they're back. <laughs> that was, that's my favorite bit that my editors did for the Hoonie Pop series. I told them like replace the, the sex sounds with other sounds and they just put like goofy in there. He's like, gorge. Whoa, my actually. So in other news of AI and the sex and love, it's a thing. All right. But why aren't sex dolls keeping up? I uh, look, they're not innovators, they're late adopters, okay? They're they're waiting until it's all sorted out. They're more like innovators, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> He's right, don't question it. Yeah, mm. thanks guys for the high five. Mark, you know what? I knew you'd bring it home. I was hoping for some wacky Mark research. I knew you you were all you were all down on yourself. I knew you could do it, buddy. Thanks, man. Wacky Mark research of the sexual kind. Yeah. I was doing your little button thing. Oh, Mark, Mark, is that one of your sound? Uh, please play it again. Play the whole thing, Mark. All Keep right, it going. I'll play it right now. This has been Wacky Mark Innovations of the Sexual Kind. Wait, it's not over. It's not over. Oh, uh, I don't believe in sex. Hissing? I thought that was a thing of the past. Uh, uh, I turned around and there were her lips. So I ran. This has been Wacky Mark Adventures of the Sexual Kind. Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, sorry. That's just such a long pause there. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I worked hard on that one. Thank you. Yeah, well done. Well done. Man, some... Mark, I love those. You get like thank you. You get like fifty points for that. Thank that was you. beautiful. Thank you. I worked really hard. Ah, <sighs> well, <laughs> one of us 
one of you, not us, I'm not one of you, I'm better than you, uh, one of you told a very personal, heartfelt, touching story that was boring because I knew it already, and one of you is Mark. Uh, I did give you points. I actually did come up with numbers in my head, but I'm trying to remember what numbers I came up with. Man, if only there was a way to write things down. Could you imagine if I could write stuff down? Well, if you get the new uh, Vision, whatever the fuck it was called, headset, Dude, you can write what? around the edges. We should all... This is not at all worth the amount of money it would cost, but we should all get one of those and do an episode with just the eyes on the goggles as our eyes. That's what I so said that earlier. Everyone can, just so... Did you say that? Mm -hmm. I didn't hear it. It doesn't count. Because I loved the visual of us talking and just our face like... We should do that idea that I had. I think I said Mark's going to buy a set for all of us. I volunteered him. Look, it's really close. It's actually not tied, but it's very close. One of you is currently winning by three points. I don't want to say who's winning and who's not winning, but I think we all know who it is. So, uh, person who's not winning, I will offer you four points if you can give us a little, a little love snack. A little snippet. Anything you might want to say. If you think you're the person who's currently losing, just blurt it out. Anything. It could be a quote. It could be a. It could be inspirational. You could remind everyone that um, even if they're feeling a little lovelorn and lonesome out there, we're talking about how you know. Wait, and I talk about how we got married and all this stuff. Don't worry because you probably just haven't met the right person yet. There are a lot of people in the world. No matter how special and unique and different and weird or whatever you might think you are, there's a weirdo out there for you. There's a weirdo out there for me, that's for sure. And I am a special kind of weird. You've seen it right here on this podcast. So if anyone thinks, wait, am I the loser because I'm the one who started talking? I don't know. Well, it's not me. Not me. Are you sure? Neither one of you wants to commit to jumping in and trying no, to lose. No, no, no. Wait, if you're sure you the loss here, that'll change right the outcome it. of the episode. Or? Mark, you sure you don't want to try to win? What I already won. It's in the bag. I, I mean, I'm giving you a chance here. All right. Well, I'm gonna give the four points to myself, I guess, because I I was the was only one to win? who took the opportunity. No, it was not. No, it was not. I only have good, four points. Good. So well, I still got this. Thing. I'm out of this episode. I will say. Uh, there was a scoring correction, I believe, at the end of Mark's bit, where I gave Mark points for the uh, audio stinger bump thing that, that oh. he played on his GoXLR. The judges are saying that it looks like Wade actually did that one. Uh, and so I may have misappropriated those, those points, and uh, they're saying that actually Wade earned those 50 mm. points, um, which is unfortunate. Because Wade was already winning anyways. So that means that Wade wins today's episode by 53 points. Mark, you sure don't want to jump in and get four points? It's not on the Yeah, Mark, I'll, I'll give you a chance to earn four points, but it's not enough anymore. I love you, Bob. Seven. I love uh, you so much. Fourteen. I love you. Twenty. Oh, you know what? Oh, 30 for stoner, Mark? You can't spell love without... Oh! Oh my God, I love you! 28 for British, Mark? <laughs> oh, shit! Govner is Oh, it's getting worse. 27, 26, 25. You really need to 
Oh, I am, I am in love with you. <laughs> 37 for Scottish Mark. There we go. Did I do it? Uh, unfortunately, 37 is not enough points. You did close the gap to a much more respectable loss. You were one prospector, Mark, short of winning. Uh, <laughs> I can't do that. I don't do that anymore. Me love me something. Uh, me, me love me you. That's not prospector, Mark. Congratulations, Wade. Uh, Even though I knew and I think Mark knew that story pretty much completely because we were literally there for almost all of it. It is a really sweet story, the way you and Molly got together. And and, uh, it was pretty unfair because I was thinking about my anniversary, still thinking about you and Molly. You really got me there. Mm. As much as I love Mark's AI sex toy discussion, Mm. it was really just unfair. Do you have a loser speech, Mark? I feel like this whole episode was set up against me because all these guys with all their stories that I literally can't have, whatever. I don't think, I think this was rigged. And I believe that the subreddit will be on my side. I'm sorry, is your name Wade? Because I believe the subreddit is only on one person's side and I'm pretty sure their name is Wade. Yeah, Mark, I'm looking at the fair coin and it says that it was fair. I asked it. Mark. Mark. (laughs) Mark. What do we do? Mark. How do we keep it? Triangle of unfairness. Whoa. Oh, oh God! Oh shit! <laughs> Wait, can I just say I don't, I don't, I didn't check if this is true, but people, people were saying on the subreddit online, apparently this is either it is or is very similar to like the American Sign Language sign for vagina, <laughs> which I, I didn't, I don't. <laughs> Oh, I no, don't know this how it's true. Is vagina. No, down oh, is vagina. So <laughs> I, de- oh, okay. I declare vagina. Damn it, Bobby declared <laughs> vagina. Declare what do we do? I don't know what that means. I, I declared declare vagina. Okay, well, it has been declare. Mark has declare. I declare it. Well, then this is just the triangle of fairness, which uh, I think we... I like how it's also like a hairline check. That makes me really... You made a declaration, Bob. What can we do? <laughs> Really insecure. Let's not do that. Um, yeah, no, Mark Mark has the clot. Declated. You know what? Mark, thanks for your loser speech. Let's not talk about that anymore. Wade, give a winner speech. Thank you, Bob, for this wonderful win that was well earned. Um, I also, I don't know why it never occurred to me that our anniversaries and Mark's birthday are uh, like a month apart. Because, like, the, yep. it's on my mind, too, because we just celebrated our anniversary, like, shortly before we recorded this episode a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, love's great. Um, and apparently, exchange as much saliva and snot and blood and stuff as you can, because I guess it's good for you or something. I don't know if we endorse that. Is that the lesson we learned today? I, mm, just stick to saliva. Just do that. That seems like a safe. All right, just that. Mm. That's it. Thanks, Wade. You're welcome. That's the end of the episode. Wade and I definitely didn't shake hands quietly before we sat down to record this because Mark was gone for a long time having technical issues. It was not rigged in Wade's favor at all. Mark, you have nothing to be suspicious of. Don't worry. Mm. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you even more if you watch. Don't forget you can watch these episodes on Spotify, only on Spotify, full video episodes with no pictures of what Mark was Googling. So don't worry about that. Uh, you can get merch. I don't know why we keep including that plug in the end of these. I shouldn't have Because there is merch now, maybe there was, will be. There is maybe not. There is suddenly... 
store.distractiblepodcast.com. Explore that at your own risk. Uh, check out Wade, Lord Minion 777, Minion 777 on Twitch. Mark is Markiplier in all those places where he does Markiplier things. I am MySkerm. That's the end of the episode. Thank you, everyone. Can I emphasize that? What? For the people that still don't know who Bob is versus who Wade is, Wade, me, bald, Bob, hair, glasses. That's us. We're both tall, but that's about the only thing that I feel like we really share features wide. I don't think we sound. People think we sound similar. Do we sound similar? Wade, big beard. Wait, me, no beard. Yeah, wait. I don't think we sound similar either. I don't either. You know what? If you don't watch on Spotify, I guess you'll never know the difference. That's that's your punishment for not watching the video. That's the end of this episode. Thank you, everyone. That's Mark. He lost. Uh, Oh yeah, Mark. I'm above you in mine. You're on the oh. bottom for me. I have no idea I'm, what this I'm on. Is. You guys are to me. the left and right of what bottom? That's the end. Podcast out. <laughs>